This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Let's talk about real estate because everywhere I turn on news channels, on social media, I keep on hearing real estate. And you know what I keep on hearing? I hear division. I hear, and no, not like multiplication division. I hear division meaning housing crash, housing bubble, home prices will continue to go up. People are continuing to buy homes. So I want to talk about that. And I just want to go to Google and type in housing market update and just see what happens so we can see this together. And then I have this amazing article I'm going to share with you with a graph to show you exactly what you should be doing and also why or maybe why not worry about the real estate market. And I know it's a little late for some of you out there in the East Coast, but I had to do this. So Bear with me on this one. I'm just going to go to Google, our best friend here, and we're going to type in, you know what? It's already there. Real estate news or housing. Let's go to housing market news. Let's see what pops up. And I'm going to put this more towards the middle. Zoom in here so you can come in with me and we can read some of these titles because it's a little confusing. Here's one by Marco Watch. I think we're in the final innings and I read this one. This guy thinks the market's about to tank and he's selling. And he actually timed the market last time in 2008, and he sold, did quite well. Now, check out Bloomberg. U.S. housing market, desperate millennials feel pressure. I second jobs. All right, all right. What else do we have if we keep on expanding on the news here? Here we go. Baby boomers may be stalling supply of available homes as housing markets struggle. Okay. Home prices are up, are up nearly 20% compared to 2021. Will rising mortgage rates bring them down? Another question. We already read that one. San Francisco is a Bay Area at risk of a housing bubble. Here's what experts say. And look, I'll show you. Housing prices up 12%, but rise is expected to slow, says Nation. Okay, well, BBC said they're still going to go up. There's just a little slow. Now, look at this one. Housing industry gets hit by perfect storm. Billionaire real estate developer warns. See the thing, the thing that we're seeing everywhere, I'm going to stop sharing really quick, <coughs> is a big division. And so the one thing that is certain right now with the current rates that are at what? Low fives, if you've got a great FICO score of about 720. Home prices are still going to continue to go up. And yes, inflation is here. Let me take you to one, one thing that uh, our, our friend Warren Buffett said. Look, the Oracle of Omaha also commented on inflation. He said, building on prior remarks he's made, Buffett had previously said that inflation swindles equity investors, but noted Saturday that it swindles the bond investors too, right? And we're talking about bonds. It swindles the person who keeps their cash under their mattress, it swindles almost anybody. And look, where else can we place money and it not just waste away like it does in the bank? And that's real estate. Think of the long-term play here when it comes to real estate. So if you need to buy, go in and buy because what I'm about to show you is just going to make you feel like, oh, you know what? Housing market's actually doing pretty well. But first, I'm hearing words of stagflation. So I want to get 
ahead of that, and let me just give you the definition because I, I went into I went into Investopedia here for you. And I'm just going to read the top for you. What is stagflation? Stagflation is characterized by slow economic growth and relatively high unemployment or economic stagnation, which is at the same time accompanied by rising prices, inflation. So all we have right now is rising prices. Our, our economy's somewhat okay, right? Even though we had negative first quarter slightly, and our unemployment is definitely not bad right now. So no stagflation, even though some people are talking about it. Now, here's the article I'm going to talk about because this one is a great one. I'm going to share it with you as well if you're listening in on YouTube. And this one's called Three Charts Show Why the Housing Market Won't Crash Anytime Soon. All right now, I'm going to go to this because I highlighted this. So let me pop this one open right here and let's start reading it. <coughs> I highlighted the areas that we're going to talk about. Four reasons why a crash in the U.S. housing, a crash in U.S. housing prices in the coming years is unlikely. Number one, millennials are the biggest demographic. These are the most common ages in the United States, starting with 2010 and showing projections through 2035. There's a really great graph here. I want to show you. Well, it's more like a, a chart, but it shows you every year, 2010 through 2035. And it shows you the majority of people that are alive at the time, uh, adults, right? So we're at what, 20, let's just say 2025, we're almost there, 30 to 34 years old. That's the biggest demographic we have right now. And guess what? Because this article goes into it. Guess what? Great financial crisis of 2008. Many pundits proclaimed millennials would never buy a house. Look, I'm a real estate agent, and obviously this is just my opinion. I'm in the top 1%, 2% in the world, year in, year out. And I kept on hearing this. Millennials are never going to buy. They're the generation that are never going to own a home, right? And you know, experts are always wrong, right? So this is why we're having a talk right now. I'm showing you exactly what's happened in our past and what's going to happen in the next year. So pay attention here. And you're going to need this article. So I'm going to put it in here for you. Now read this. Read this with me. The idea was they saw what happened to the housing market, right, in 2008. <clears throat> the job market wasn't great. It wasn't. And young people were just going to live in cities forever, right? No, that didn't happen, right? The pandemic hit, and then all of a sudden, everybody wanted to buy a house. Rates went super low, right? And now, look, it says that's exactly what's happening. Millennials accounted for more than half of all mortgage loan applications in 2021, and they're just getting started. And we don't have enough housing supply. Here, here, read this with me. The period left some serious scars. It's talking about 2008. Builders pulled back in a way. Housing starts in the U.S. went from 2.3 million in 2006 to 490,000 in January. Now, I'm going to show you the other graph I've got here for you right here to show you <clears throat> we didn't build enough homes, right? Look where we are, 1990, so scrolling up, and then all of a sudden right here, and then we crash all the way down. Builders are like, you know what? We, we just, we can't build homes. Nobody's buying. We're, we're all, we don't have enough money. And then look what starts happening. They start to go up slightly, a little bit more, a tiny little bit more. They're getting there. And guess what? It's still not enough. The demand, which I'm going to show you, is so much right now. 
because the interest rate's still at five, and even if they get to six, it's still low. And there are other factors that we're going to talk about. So bear with me on this one. Here's what I'm going to talk to you about. The next part, right? There were roughly 210 million people in the United States in the early 1970s, and they were building more than 2 million houses a year. Now, there are 330 million people, and last year, there were less than 1.3 million houses completed. And look, our friend, Mike Simonson, is a good friend, what's up, Mike, of Altos Research, they quoted him, and he got some research, does some great research, by the way, check out Altos Research. He said, uh, notes, we now have the lowest inventory of listings on record. As recently as 2015, there were as many as 1.2 million homes for sale in the United States. The number is now closer to 260,000 for the entire country. That's, that's a lot less. We're, we're just so far down the line that the demand's not going to catch up anytime soon, even if the rates continue to go up. Now, if they go up significantly, like 9 or 10, then we're in a different world. But right now, no one wants to sell. Now, let me let me talk to you on this one. Think of what's happening with the rates, right? You, if you own a home, you're at what? 5%, 5.5%. I'm sitting happy here at my home with an interest rate of about 2.8, right? Why, why would I sell? To go in another house and get a 5.5% rate? Uh-uh. You know what's going to happen? All those people that are sitting great with great equity, and also sitting with an amazing interest rate, they're just going to keep on sitting. They're like, why am I going to sell? Which is going to create even more demand, right? Think of that process that just nobody thinks about. Now, let's go into this last portion of it. According to the housing expert, Logan, I'm not going to attempt that last name. I'm sorry. People lived in their homes for an average of five years between 1987 and 2007. But since 2008, the average is now doubled to 10 years. And guess what's going to happen? It's going to go just a little higher. Now, let's end it right here. It says, we have the biggest demographic in the country in their prime household formation years. We underbuilt houses for a decade. Current homeowners are going to have a hard time letting go of the 3% mortgages. That's exactly what I said. And the finances of those buying are in such good shape that people are willing to pay for houses right now. That's going to continue as long as rates are there. Obviously, as long as something crazy doesn't happen again, our economy is not bad. Unemployment is low and interest rates are definitely due. But look, if you want to buy a home, go buy a home. Just don't listen to all of this negativity that's out there because what happens as you start listening to this fear, it kind of plays into your decision and then it becomes emotional. Get some facts. Look at everything I included in here. I'll include it into my YouTube page as well. And I wanted to show you one other thing because I thought it was kind of cool since it's close and I want to show you what's been happening here. But I heard that Michael Eisner just started selling his home out here in Malibu. And I thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, you know what? Let's show you that one. So good old former former Disney CEO, Michael Eisner. He's asking $225 million for this Malibu estate. Check this out. It's about 10 minutes from my house. I'm not on the beach like this. This guy it wants some serious dough. If he ends up selling this home, this is going to be the biggest sale in California by far. I think the, the highest one we had was also in Malibu. 
but this is pretty insane. It's on PCH. I wanted to show you that. Look, things are still gonna sell. If you need to buy, don't let the media scare you into not buying. Do your research. And in some areas in the United States, it's not even gonna slow down. So tune in for tomorrow. I got some more good ones for you. Hope you have an amazing day.